Hello and welcome to episode 215 of Laps Game Radio. I'm your host, Mark Aimer, and joining me tonight, Mr. Andy Piddlepants Piddy and Mr. Nick Case. How you doing? Oh my god, I'm so sorry, Nick. Ingley did a spit take there. <laughs> sorry. I wasn't ready for piddle pants. <laughs> <laughs> Why do Sorry, I I've been saying that phrase a lot since nothing. we got. I don't. Know. It's it's because it's you know it's not that not far away from pity, uh, and I've I've been saying it a lot because my puppy is a piddle pants. Pisses a lot. Um, she's been a right pain in the ass today. <laughs> she's a cute puppy though, but uh, she was a right pain in the ass today. I had her up here in the office um, this afternoon. And a couple of meetings, and she'd uh, she'd like chilled out, and she was like lying down, having a little nap, and then she woke up, uh, and she was like throwing her ball around, and she kept on throwing it under one of the cabinets, and then barking at it because she couldn't get it back. So then I'd have to like get down on the floor and fish it out, and then she'd do the same thing again, over and over again, and then she climbed under my desk, and there was just enough of my mouse cable dangling, and she got it wrapped around herself. <laughs> Just like pulling the mouse away, like the wrong way off my desk. Uh, that was fun. Um, probably shouldn't have decided to have her upstairs with me while I had meetings, but there you go. Um, how you gentlemen doing then? You all good? Yeah, good. Sick of this fucking rain. What rain? It's only been a few. You haven't days. had any rain. It's rained here like every day. Has it? Yeah, it's been bit. so bad. Yeah, we Endless. had a bit. Um, it's been mm. fine for a few days now. Well, yeah. We've had rain and like ice cold, quite gusty wind. Mm. We've mm. had rain in the evening. We've had rain late at night. I mean, it pissed it down Halloween, but what's after all the kids? Halloween, it really oh, came down want, on right? Halloween. That's um, what you want. You want it to be absolutely yeah. tipping it down on Halloween night. Because we've got yeah, a... Um, keep the kids away. We've got a camera doorbell. So yeah. we, we could... Like see it, every it was going crackers with like person detected at front door, person detected at front door, and I looked at one of them when it was absolutely bouncing it down with rain, and there was just this obviously his mum at the bottom of the steps, and even in like the night vision you could see the rain bouncing on the floor, and they just looked soaking wet. It looked it was great, but we actually I, I, no, we accidentally no. created an intelligence test because. Right. We we decided, um, New Street, New Year, we didn't really know what to expect. General rule, if you've not got decks out and a pumpkin, that's mm. you don't go there. But I know from past experience that's not always the case. So mm. I said, to stop them all knocking at the door and ringing the doorbell, we'll buy a tub of sweets from Tesco and we'll just put it on the doorstep. And then mm. they'll come up the steps, see the tub of sweets and just pick one out and go and fuck off basically mm-hmm. <laughs> the first three sets of people walked up the steps mm-hmm. didn't even glance downwards and knocked on the door rang the doorbell didn't in the entire time they were there like 30 seconds they were stood at the front door looked around and didn't look down once didn't even know there was a tub of sweets at their feet did you have to come to the door and just silently point at it no we just ignored them the ones who was too oh, okay. stupid right. not to see <laughs> not to see the sweets don't deserve the sweets that's fair, it's like that's fair. it's like just natural Darwin, selection it's natural selection yeah via sweets but to be yeah. fair s- sweets are really bad for you anyway so 
probably should have done it the other way around, really. Sorry. Not empty. Um, I would say there's still probably about a quarter of what, maybe a third left. Um, uh, it was one of those last? retro sweet selections. You, you know, you know, they're in a blue tub yeah. and they've got like um, drumsticks, squashies, double lollies, mm. Parma violets, love hearts. All the squashies and drumsticks have gone, which is great for me because they're not vegetarian. So um, yeah. they've got dead pig in them. Um, but yeah got the double lot i like the double lollies anyway and the palm of violets and the love hearts they're yeah. they're what yeah. i would pick anyway so yeah i'm quite happy should have been oh, an yeah. arsehole and just left out like a tub of licorice all sorts <laughs> but you no, live up not... north people people like licorice up there don't they no not really and they're not vegetarian no. either they've got beef in them yeah but you're not going to eat them are you i know i'm just oh we we went to a um in our new village, town, village, whatever it is, um, there's a heritage centre that's got like a load of little independent shops in it. Um, mm. And one of them is like a sweet shop. So we went in it the other day uh, looking for um, some stuff for Claire's dad for his birthday because he likes licorice pipes and stuff like that um, that they sell there. And I was just perusing all of the old sweets that you used to buy, you know, like the um, they have them all on the shelves and stuff. And I just happened to look at the licorice all sorts, and I was like, "It's got beef gelatin in." Like you would never think that it's got like dead mm-hmm. cow in it and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, you're genuinely shocked uh, when you, when you start thinking and looking at what is in food. It's an eye opener sometimes. Mm. Yeah, it's best to just not look yeah. at that stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. you don't want to be really upset. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um. I was thinking, um, if you could turn any horror film into a video game that isn't or, or isn't already one, right. um, so you can't pick Alone in the Dark or Resident Evil or whatever, uh, what would you pick? A horror film. You can't say Alan Wake. Yeah. I mean. If you think about obvious ones, The Shining would make a good game. Could do. That could make. A I good think The Shining would have horror. made a really good like nineties uh, era LucasArts mm. point and click adventure. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But, like really yeah. fucked up. Um, the sequel Doctor Sleep would be quite good. Because mm. that's got a number of boss battles as such. Yeah. Um. um I don't know if you'd class it as horror, sort of more like psychological horror, I guess, but like a survival horror game based around the film Green Room. Oh, no. Kill me. Would be really, <laughs> really stressful. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how they'd manage to make that stressful enough. It'd make a great VR game, maybe. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> fuck no. Um, a lot of stuff like no. Get Out. Get Out might be quite good. Yeah. That um, you watched that recently, didn't you, Nick? And you didn't like it? Uh, nope. Oh, you watched Nope. Sorry. I Sorry. love Get Out. Nope was... Yeah. Mm, yeah. Not great. Okay. Fair nope. enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, I'm trying to think of more horror films. Um, yeah. 
I think Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't think we've ever done Nightmare Nightmare on Elm Street. That would be quite good. Going through. I mean, they put like. I th- I think they put stuff like that in uh, in um, <clears throat> Dead by Daylight or whatever the that mm. that game is. That's, yeah. Like they've they already made any horror franchise into that, can they? They already made um, Scream into a video game when they made Until Dawn. They did, yeah. It was so, very good. Yeah. Very, very Cabin good. in the Woods. That'd Cabin be a in the good Woods one. would be great. Yeah. Like that film. Uh, um, Gremlins. Gremlins would be quite good. Is that a horror film? I was going to say that's not a horror. Is it? Is horror? I don't know. It's been a long time since I've watched. The f- I'm more familiar with the second one, which definitely isn't mm. a horror film. That's just the second one's silly. not a horror. No, second no, one's great, but it's not a horror. Um, no, no, no. It. What was? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that could be good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think there's actually quite a lot of horror films that would make a really good, um, until dawn style. That's sort mm-hmm. of like. Um, I don't know what's what what sort of genre what you'd call that genre, um, that sort of game. Yeah, but I think there's not a huge. Well, there's not there's not a huge amount of gameplay in the movie, apart from like QTEs quick time and events. walking around. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that sort of thing that that would work really well with quite a lot of horror films. I reckon. Yeah. What about yeah. stuff like if you yeah. did Stephen King universe? You know, like a. Um, you know. Like uh, the stand, yeah, the stand. But there's that TV series, isn't there? That was like also I was sitting in up in New England and that area. Where it was all various things from Stephen King. Well, every Stephen King set know. in New England, pretty much. Yeah, mm. yeah. I suppose you could just. Um, how about a a um, survival horror game based around the film The Mist? Yeah, that'd be good. Stephen, the Stephen King film. Have you ever seen that, Nick? I have. Yeah. It's fucked up that film. It's <laughs> fucked up. Um, apparently, Stephen King likes the ending of the like they changed the ending of the film from the book, and Stephen King preferred it to how he wrote it because it's even more messed up than his ending of that book. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying something. Oh man. Hmm. I really want a anyway. uh, shining point and click adventure. Now you've got that in my head. That'd yeah. Be, that would be great. That would probably be like one of the few sort of like because I'm I'm really not great with with a lot of horror films because it's just I don't like feeling that anxious and I really mm. don't like cheap jump scares I just don't like them at all. It's not that's not being scared that's just being shocked. Um, uh, so I don't like a lot of that stuff. But uh, <sighs> having rewatched The Witch again on Halloween, mm. something based in like. 17th century New England. Yeah, that would be good. Be quite good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Something like the like the village type of things, isn't it? That's a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, about, that's lots of interesting. That would be, um, that would be the, what is it? The one where the monsters follow you by sound. Is it a quiet place? A yeah, quiet, quiet place. place. That, that could work. Yeah, as a, like that could be a little bit more action in it. But like, um, a bit like Alien Isolation. Yes. Mm. Especially yeah, if you put it in a cramped space. Yeah. 
I was just going to say another another point and click one that I would like is the lighthouse. Oh yes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I've never oh, seen man. that. Let me see it. <gasps> yeah, it's really, really good. It's got Mark's favorite actor ever in. It's not my favorite actor ever. I just really, really like Robert Pattinson. I think he's sh- a he's a I, quality actor. I know that just to the left of your camera there, you've you've got a Robert Pattinson poster. I've got a full life cardboard cutout, mate. Yeah, um, full size. No, I th- I think he's unfairly. Um, people just think of him as the dude from Twilight, and mm-hmm. it's like it's it like mm. you should watch some more of his films. He's a really really good actor. Oh, I, th- I think that's probably been he's finally finally broken that with the the Batman. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. So nah. I yeah. think cinema c- cinephiles and cinema goers had already gotten onto it, but now. It's kind of coming yeah. to the mainstream. So, yeah. Definitely. Good for him. Um, should we talk about what the games we've been playing? Okay. If we want to see what anything else you want to talk about. Any yeah. burning issues on your mind? No, I'm getting blank looks. Um. Oh, yeah. Something. What have Sony done with the PS3, PS Vita, and the PSP that you now have to generate, scan a Q, QR code to generate a password? I don't know. I haven't bought anything on those platforms. Yeah, I know uh, they were. They were going to get rid of the. Um, yeah, they were going to shut the store down, weren't they? Shut the mm. store down, which was like I hated that because like, um, especially on my Vita. I mean, I haven't bought a Vita specific game in a long time, but every now and then I'll I'll pop on there and I'll buy like a PS One Classic, mm. uh, just so I can play that on my on my Vita, because um, it's sometimes easier than trying to emulate it on a you know on a handheld so so what's yeah. the deal you have to you have to scan a qr code to log in or is it just so, one it time weird because i switched the playstation on downstairs uh, it's an original you know the fat one that's got all backwards yeah. compatible and it's been fine before we only played that a couple of months ago um and it just suddenly said well you can't log in to log in you need to scan this QR code through your mobile phone, which it did. It then takes you to the Sony website where you have to log in and they generate a password for you that unlocks what you have to put into the device. And you have to use that password as part of your account. And I'm like, why make it so difficult? And it says, and it mentioned it quickly about this applies to the PS3, the Vita and the PSP. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. What I wonder if, from speaking from a slightly techie side of view, I wonder if they had some kind of burning old tech security issue um, mm. with the old system, or they've migrated the service to a newer one, and that's the way they sort of link your accounts. Um, yeah. Because I know they wanted to get rid of them, to because they had the whole issue of you can't change your name, didn't they? which is obviously on the mm. old kind of service. I wonder if they've used some they've done some kind of thing in the background, but as a result of that they've kind of um you've got to sort of re-verify who you are and it'll link the account or something. But obviously right. they didn't want to or couldn't roll out hard like software updates on the consoles to do it. Mm. Potentially, that's just my what I would think uh, is either there's a, yeah. there was a security issue or They've done some kind of software database migration mm. that's forced their hand. But 
to be fair, like if you think about the PS3, um, that that whole sort of lineup of consoles stretches back to fifteen years ago. So if you think yeah, of two thousand seven, how much the world's come on in the last fifteen years? Mm. Um, mm. That's very old software that would be very, you know, insecure these days, probably, and very uh, annoying to maintain yeah. for people there and costly. So. Yeah. Which I, I can understand from their point of view why they didn't want to have to keep maintaining those old storefronts anymore for those mm-hmm. reasons. But also, like, if the storefront goes away, it makes it makes it very difficult. For, so, for instance, on a Vita, you want to download a game that you've purchased before, but it's not on there anymore. You have to go into the store and go through your list of downloads to find it. Mm. There's no, like, it's not, it's not like on the PS4 where you could just view your, your library of software that you owned and just yeah. download it from there and it's the same on the ps3 as well right there's no you can't yeah. just view a list of all the software you use you have to go through the store if they take the store away like how is that shit going to work like uh, it's they're, they're paying the price that they made their bed they have to lay in it because because they made the software how it is i don't i can't remember how this stuff worked on the xbox like 360 if you wanted to download re-download a piece of software did you have to go through the store or i can't remember but also, I think you had a library built, on there, no. right? Okay, but also I don't know. The, 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 as as awful as the ever changing UI was on the Xbox 360, at least that stuff kind of worked. It yeah. Probably still does. Kind of still miss the blades. <laughs> <laughs> Do you miss the um, your uh, I don't know what they called them. The your Xbox avatar. No. Yeah. Do you know what, did you buy? Do any, you know what the bottom of his foot looks like? What? Sorry. Oh, what? do you not remember? There's that really cringy line in E3 where the dude was like, "Have you ever wondered what the bottom of an avatar's foot looks like?" Bam! When they introduced Connect. <laughs> oh no! Do you not? No, do I you don't not remember, remember that? that at all? Oh god! I can't believe they posted no. feet on Main. It's gross. <laughs> the bottom of feet oh. as well. Um. <laughs> Anyway, to answer your question, no, I never, I never bought any clothing for my avatars. I did, however, finish Fable Three, which gave me like a king outfit, so I just wore that for the rest of my time. I got some stuff from Skyrim that I put on my, um, on my character. Yeah, I think I I unlocked like a set of the the armor that the character's wearing in the trailer, uh, and some other bits and pieces. Yeah, but yeah, that stuff kind of. I don't think that stuff's on the new Xboxes at all. You've if got an avatar, away. haven't you? I don't know. I'm pretty sure you've got an avatar, Xbox. but I don't know if you can kit it out and like buy stuff for it. I'm, you mm. probably can. Mies are just about still hanging on on Nintendo. You can still, you still, you can still create a profile picture of a me, but like you don't have them running around on the on the HUD or on your your home screen like you did on the Wii U. Which I kind of missed. I was going to say that was like, pretty cool. It, when you boot it up verse. and everyone comes, everyone comes running into the middle. Oh, yeah, and I love that verse, stuff. When you took oh, three, you cool. DS around places and you picked other people's up and yeah, yeah. Meverse is still being just about kept alive in Splatoon mm. because you can like draw stuff and upload it and um, <laughs> that stuff is not really well. Uh, what I'm looking for 
there's no one or not enough people uh, clamping down on <laughs> really horrific images and messages and stuff, which I find stuff that I find incredibly funny, but like absolutely does not like it's not Nintendo safe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, there's been some really, really weird, like, I could see that stuff with, like, the Avatar stuff coming. It is kind of coming back, right? Because that's basically the <laughs> metaverse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The metaverse. Well, the metaverse isn't, yeah. isn't hap- you know, happening in a big way yet. I don't know. Zuckerberg would have you believe it is. Well, I think meta shares being down 70% this year says that it's probably not. <laughs> I keep seeing those screenshots of Zuckerberg in the metaverse. And it's like this looks somehow worse than the old Xbox avatars. It looks worse uh, than from like ten life. years ago. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, it does. And PlayStation Home. Yeah, uh, and shit like that. Home. Like, they, they, people have tried this stuff, yep. and it 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 didn't really <laughs> like. I don't know. The metaverse just seems really dumb. Um, like I'm sure I'm pretty sure I've said to you guys like on Discord, it just strikes me as being like somehow a worse version of Habbo Hotel, but yep. you can mm. spend lots and lots of real money on a fake house. Uh, it's like NFTs have died, and now this is the new grift. Yeah, that's it. Web 3.0 sounds like it. It, it sucks. Fuck that shit. It does. Take me back to Web 1.0. I think the Space Jam website's still still up and running. And it's still, unless I don't know. Did I, I hope it is. I hope they didn't fuck with it when they made the the new one. But for ages, the Space Jam <laughs> website was still like Web one point Yeah, is it still there? I think I think it is. They just they made a new one and then they had like a okay, slash good. old or something where they kept the old one. Good. All right, I'm happy then. I like that stuff. Fair enough. Anyway, we've gone off on a bit of a tangent. Uh, Andy Piddlepants Piddy. Yes. Um, what have you been? <laughs> what have you been playing? <laughs> Um, uh, not too much, but um, today, like oh I said, um, stuck on the PS3. Um, we played with my daughter um, a game called Super Frog. We just t- tried to continue that. That was from Team Super 7. Frog. Super Frog HD. So Super Frog okay. HD is a remake of Super Frog. I couldn't tell you when it was came out exactly. Oh no, it's on it's on the PS3 and we've sort of been playing it off and on the best part of eighteen months. Threw it on again and just tried to get through a level. Man, it's tough. It's, it's a Halloween. Oh, it's, the original's from nineteen ninety-three. Right, there you go. I bet it's on Amiga. It was yeah. Amiga and uh, MS DOS. Yeah, that was an yeah, I did think it was an Amiga game. So this one came out yeah, it's on the PS3. I think it probably came out on the Xbox as well. Um, yeah, it's pretty nice. Just nice to it. The problem with it, yeah, and especially for my daughter, is it's very skiddy. It feels very loose, you know, and sometimes when it lands. Mm. So you've got your certain mm. jumps or you land and it just feels like it just skids off and you're like fall into a trap or into a fire. No, that is like... a cardinal sin in a platformer. If the, mm. if the jumping isn't, the jumping's floaty or it's too loose, I, I mm. won't play it. I, like, I hate it. It makes it makes me angry. Yeah, yeah. It only happens really certain bits. It's, it's, it's almost like if you try to do a small jump, it sort of feels skiddy. Large jumps, you're all right. You know, you're bounding around and stuff, and double jumps and stuff. 
But when it gets to the little bits mm-hmm. and you just like, ah, try to do it precise and he just like skids off. It feels like, ah. So we spent about 10, 15 minutes playing that before she got bored. And then we um, she wanted to play a racing game. And the only one they had installed on PS3 was Daytona. So we had a few laps on Daytona. Classic. Oh, what a game. That, that's just an amazing game. Um, so in other words, I just love just whizzing around and just around the courses. I and mean, there's only three courses on it. Mm. Um, this is arcade perfect. But it, it, it's just amazing. You know, start your engines. Which one? Rolling. Which one were you playing? This Daytona, is the, Daytona USA. Yeah, I think this is Daytona USA HD. So this is a proper arcade. Um, copy basically that came out on the PS3, Xbox, 360. Yeah, back in those days, and it's just just an amazing game. You know, I think I picked mm-hmm. it up for the Xbox One. Now you can put it on the Xbox One and stuff. Um, for about 69p it's just one of those that's just brilliant you just throw on go around only three tracks but just love it um, handling's mm. great everything about it um, it's one of those great games um, then I played a bit more Multiverses have any of you two had a go at that? no I still haven't tried it no? no Nick you tried it? no 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 I'm having a lot of fun of it, you know. I throw it on now and then, um, have a little bash, you know, like just mainly playing bots, not really to go out in the wider, wider world and just get my ass kicked. But just playing bots, and it's just a lot of fun, you know. They're releasing a few new yeah, characters. People seem to, uh, people seem to enjoy this a lot more than um, was it the Brawlhalla? Was the Ubisoft one right? And it's it's down to like the. Um, what affection you have for the licensed mm. characters. Yeah. So a lot of a lot of people really like that Nickelodeon one. Yeah. Scooby Doo and that. Uh, I think Scooby Doo's in Multiversus. Nickelodeon yeah, was always like all the yes. original Nickelodeon characters that were like SpongeBob. Know, SpongeBob and SpongeBob stuff like yeah with the real monsters in there and stuff like that and I'm not uh, sure about the Nickelodeon. I know um, I've got it. I've got it free on through PS Plus, but I haven't played that. But Multiverses one's got Shaggy. Um, Scooby Doo's not out yet. Velma's out. No, uh, out. Velma's in there. Yeah, yeah. characters from like Adventure Time. Yeah, and DC the DC Universe, uh, Steven Universe. Yeah, um, Bugs Bunny, Taz. Uh, yeah, the um, old Warner Brothers um, cartoons. Yeah. Game of Thrones as well. Oh really? Okay. Iron yeah, Giant's yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. He's got his like uh, yeah. Superman badge on it as well. Oh, nice. Uh, so it's quite. So there's a lot of like characters that you know you, you are familiar with and a lot of special moves, and I still like like it, you know, because they will let you try all characters. It, it's just pot look what day when you log on and see what's what characters unlocked for that day as a special bonus. Yeah, that's that's a, a, a familiar like um, system that you used to you get it on a lot mm. on like um free to play MOBAs. You'll have yeah. like a set roster of like sometimes you'll have like these are these characters are permanently unlocked. Uh, yeah. and then they'll have like a rotating list of like free ones to sort of tempt you in like you might play a character for a few days and really jive with yeah. them and then when they go away, they hope that you'll buy that character. Or yeah, 
Yeah, and this seems to be on Rota. Um, I've released Stripe from Gremlins. He's out as a character now. Um, nice. I think we did, a, we did something for Halloween. I didn't manage to get on for Halloween. And I presume we're going to do something for Christmas. But it's just, it is fun, you know. Even just playing bots, and my daughter loves it as well. You know, she can win mm. quite a few games now um, playing as Wonder Woman because that's the main character that you get to unlock and everything else is building up points to unlock stories, unlock extra modes. I think you can unlock the battle pass, that type of thing, where you just keep playing and just think. But for a free game, it's a lot of fun. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I, I may give it a crack. Um, mm. The problem is that I've kind of been spoiled by playing Smash Brothers. By yeah. Hands. Smash Brothers has been honed over decades to be such a precise, like yeah. perfect version of that sort of game. That, like when I played Brawlhalla, it's like it just didn't feel as good. Yeah. Um. So I'll give it a try, see what it's like. But it, uh, if it doesn't play as well as Smash Bros, then I may be turned off a bit. Yeah, I understand that. And but you know, like when if you don't have a Nintendo console as such, and this is free. That's a, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so and it's got and you've got some sort of feeling and nostalgia for the characters, you know, mm-hmm. especially when they're performing their certain moves and stuff. You know, I mean, we'll, if it's gonna if it's gonna pull in from the whole pantheon of D of DC and all the Warner Brothers films, you can probably put pull in from a lot a lot of places, you know. Mm. So, a lot of licenses can go in there. So yeah. Yeah, it's good. Just ticking away, just every now and then. You've got a spare few minutes. Just um, have a get have a little battle on that. And the other, the main game, because I'm realising it's about a month away from when we have to do game of the year. And I looked at my list. I thought, oh bollocks! I've only done oh, seven games. Um, so I've had to now just focus on a few games. Um. So one of the games I focused and completed this week was the Batman Telltale's game, um, Enemy Within. Managed to complete mm-hmm. the last three episodes of it. Um, so you play as Bruce Wayne or Batman. Um, it's a sequel to the F- Telltale's game, um, but it's available everywhere basically. Um, it is still available because they added a classic mode where or like a black and white graphic mode on it so it is still they still hold the license of i understand so there's potentially for a season three um like i said you just play through it you have some options and i don't I'm not sure how varied the story will be but the, this this series as such for five episodes really do focus on harley quinn and joker um, some spoilers. Joker is called John Doe, and he's Bruce Wayne knows him. And as the game moves along, eventually he will become Joker. And it's an interesting take on the Batman Joker relationship and setting it up as unlike you know, some myths of Batman will set um, Joker as basically the one who killed his parents. Um, others just set him as a person who just, I mean, in terms of Batman, this one sets up Bruce Wayne and John Doe um, at the start as friends. 
you seem a bit in season one, but this is like a nice main focus. And yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not sure. I get a bit sick of times sometimes when you see they reveal the identity of the person. You know, in this case, mm. Batman too soon than they do like the movies. But you know, they've, they've took it in nice, interesting ways. Um, a lot of focus on Bruce Wayne. So one of the things you do is Bruce Wayne undercover, um, trying to infiltrate Harley Quinn's gang, which I thought was quite mm. good. Um, it's got links to Suicide Squad. Um, the woman from it, Waller, she's in there. A few agents. You know, some classic Batman villains, Riddler, you know, is there as well. Bane is in there, Mr. Freeze. Just a few little bits. It is, you know, if you like Batman, you know, and you're happy to go along with what I would call an Elseworlds like story, like what DC do, where they put Batman in situations where he's not normally in and they change things around. This is a very, very good story. In terms of that, and well worth a play through if you're a big Batman fan, and especially two problems with that. Um, one, like I don't like and this is a personal thing. Obviously, I don't like stories where the Joker is given a backstory mm. at all. This was my big problem with the movie Joker. Um, mm. The film itself was fine, but. Uh, like giving the, the the whole thing about the Joker is he's like this he's like almost like a force of nature. Yeah. Um he's just this entity. He's like the flip side of, of Batman. Hmm. Um he's not he's not supposed to have like a backstory, especially not a sympathetic backstory. It doesn't hmm. it just doesn't work for me. Um and the only other thing is, is like I wish that more and like Telltale a Telltale game is in the perfect position to do this. Like tell a different Batman story. Like there's been so many like there's so many Batman stories in the comics, like um is it Batman Noir that's like yeah. set in like the nineteen twenties or thirties or whatever. Um, Gotham by Gotham by Gaslight, which is Jack the Ripper Batman. Yeah. Exactly. There's there's like futuristic Batman's mm. and like you know in the distant future and whatnot. Just do just tell a different. I, I don't. I, I'm sick of like present day Batman mm. stories. Do like just delve a little bit deeper into the Batman canon and pull out something a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I mean, um, the, but I guess maybe maybe that'd be a bit more of a risk because the wider public just aren't as familiar with those Batman stories. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the first season, if I remember right, it was focused on Lady Arkham. Um, yeah. Which was, which was interesting. Um, so that was a different take. This one, and you had John Doe in a couple of scenes, but nothing major. This one does focus on Harley Quinn, and she's the stronger character at first. You know? Mm-hmm. It, later on, it does sort of like flip things around again, which I sort of thought... I didn't didn't agree with, but she's for the first three four episodes. She is the stronger villain. It's only really mm-hmm. at the end. It's almost feel like I almost feel like this one. They probably knew that they were about to close or something, or there was some that they might not have got a season three, and it almost mm-hmm. feels like they tied it up too quickly. 
whereas there's a few trails where we could go into season three if I mean, mm. like I said, they're still on the out license, and there's nothing stopping them really going into season three. If like Wolf Among Us two is a success, God, that, I hope so. That they just tied it up really quick with the last episode. It just felt, oh, John Doe, John Doe. Oh, he's joking now, and you're like, okay. Mm. But the the. The conversations he has with Bruce are quite nice, quite, you know, like he considers Bruce a friend and stuff. He comes to funeral and, you know, you're almost, basically you have, you almost have to manipulate John and that sort of forces his hand as such and you take responsibility for it. It's almost that thing where, where, you know, it's always the modern sort of take on Batman. If there was no Batman, would you have these villains? Um, that's what it's sort of like pushing towards, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, something worth... that never gets really explored enough in mm. video games or really films, to be honest, about these characters is like, would the villains exist if the heroes didn't exist? Mm. Sort of thing. Would there be a Joker yeah. if, if there was no Batman? Yeah, um, I mean, it's a difficult one to answer. I don't think you can answer it in a film. You probably have to answer it in a TV series or a comic, you know, but, you know, they do. Oh, I mean, they like have in comic issues. books. Hmm. Uh, like it's, it's been exploring in the comic books. That's what I mean. It's yeah. like there's so much depth in the comic books for hmm. the video games to explore. And, you know, they're not making a, you know, a rock steady action Batman game. Have a little bit more fun with it. Like, yeah. Go go crazy. Yeah. Man, I would love a Gotham by Gaslight game. Now you've mentioned it, I, I would love that. <laughs> and that would be so good. Oh, that's one, that's one not set enough, in there. Uh, there's not enough games set in Victorian London. No. Not enough Jack Ripley fucking games. cool with that? Like, you could do, like, how, like, like even, like, forget doing a, like, a Telltale game. Doing like a you know a third person action Batman game, but in Victorian London, mm. I would slap so hard, and I would love that. Oh, oh well, the um the 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 sort of the, the, that uh, Warner Brothers video game franchise is just a fucking mess at the moment, isn't it? Uh, Gotham Knights is apparently whack and yeah. and doesn't run. Rocksteady have been uh, working on the Suicide Squad game for like a decade. And Didn't their two founders just leave the company? Uh, yep. Something like that, yeah. 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 Mm. It's not a good sign. Not all is well over there. Um, no, I mean, I've, um, it's always been mentioned that Warner Brothers is trying to sell their video game division. So, mm. I mean, they hold some IP there, don't they? Mm. Some decent studios, Rocksteady, Monolith. Um, they really, really do. The Lego studio. Yeah, I mean, they're, they own, um, they're still own the, the video game rights for Lord of the Rings and Mad Max and... Harry Potter. A lot of the Harry Potter. There's one coming Ooh. out at some point. Yeah. Where is that coming out? Where is it meant to be this year? Next year. I think it got pushed, didn't it, to Hogwarts Q1 next year. Legacy. Uh, 10th of February. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, got pushed. To the new silly season that is the spring. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be thinking about 
cool things you could do with Batman games now. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh well. They always yeah. put like little nods in there, when they're like you like there'd be alternative costumes that you could unlock in yeah. Um, yeah. the uh, the Arkham games that were like nods to um, some of the like the more interesting Batman comics, but that was as far as it would ever go. Yeah, uh, which is a bit of a shame. It's a bit like um, Into the Spider Verse when they got like the uh, they had the mm. noir Spider Man. Yeah, who came in? That was really cool. They could, yeah. Mm. Same with Batman. Yeah, but he was part um, of yeah. a video game. He was part of a video game with PS3, Xbox, oh, Shattered Universe. I think okay. it was. Oh. It's where you played four different Spider-Men. You played the original. I can't remember what the second one was. The noir one and Spider-Man Twenty Ninety Nine. I think it was. Yeah, mm. that that was a brilliant game. But um, it was a really by Activision. Um, but that was a really, really, really brilliant game. Um, but yeah, I can't, you've played four different Spider-Men in that in that storyline. That was really good. Mm. So he's been there. He's come out before. You know, I have to look that one up. I've never heard of it before. Yeah, have a look. It's um, it's expensive now to get, but. Um, it is oh, I'm sure it'd be cheap to emulate. Yeah. How you I mean, do it, mate? It's how you do free, it. Is it a 360 emulate? I mean, has it been emulated? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. If it is, Shattered Universe is a game of the Spider-Man ones out of those previous two generations ago. It is a really good one. Mm. Highly okay, recommended. Yeah. I was gonna. I was actually gonna say um, earlier when we we're talking about the um, all the different attempts at having like what would we call it now metaverses and stuff before. Mm. Um, I did see a news article the other day that um, the PS3 emulator has managed to uh, launch servers for PlayStation Home, so they've like lo- <gasps> they've hosted their own wow. PlayStation Home <gasps> servers, um, so people using the emulator can play PlayStation Home again. One of my uh, all-time favorite bits of Giant Bomb content was their big stream they did where on the last day and they were there and like everybody logged into PlayStation Home and they were just there doing stupid stuff until the server shut down. It was like like a weird like end of the world thing but people dressed up like hot dogs and uh, and, uh, what's his name from uh, Uncharted and whatnot. Hmm. PlayStation Home was a weird thing. So, uh, was there anything else you played, Andy? No, that's it. Like I said, um, trying to focus now on the next month and just complete two more games or maybe one more because I can always put multiverses in um, mm-hmm. so that I can have 10 for the list. Well, fingers crossed for you. I've already got... Um... Uh, I've already got my, my... I've already got 10 completions this year, but there's a mm. few more that I'm hoping to get on there before the end of the year so I've actually got some competition for places um, Mr. Case Hi What have you been playing? There's a sniper pointing his laser at your head right now Oh, and uh, and uh, Is that laser sight that you've got for torturing your cat? Yeah Okay good. It, it's, it's a mouse Oh nice 
I need to get um, one of those for Lily. She likes to chase like the the. I've got one of those torches where if you pull the end out, it like focuses the beam. Mm. And she likes to chase that around the carpet. So I reckon a laser pointer will drive her mad. Definitely. Mm. You could. Um, oh. Probably not much use for you, but I've got a temperature gun for the uni for the pizza oven, um, and that also doubles as a cat toy. I've got a um, laser thermometer, but it sort of makes a spread rather uh, than a point. Okay, yeah, this one does a yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, okay. I just completely derailed your question. <laughs> I'll let you ask it again so you can cut all this shit out. That's fine. <laughs> uh, I was just, what have you been playing, Nick? Um, not a great deal. Um, but I have managed to play uh, a few hours of a new game, uh, newish game, new game to me anyway. Um, seeing as it is or was spoopy season, uh, I mm. figured I would get a horror on the boards or some yeah horror horror ish. Um, so I downloaded myself the quarry. Mm. which is a sort of spiritual successor to Until Dawn. Um, it's by the same devs, uh, obviously, who have most recently been doing the... Oh, what's it called? Man Dark Chronicles. All that shit. Dark, Dark Anthology? Dark, Dark something Anthology, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the Can Dark Anthology, I want to call it. Yeah, and there's, they're basically going to release one a year for quite a while. Mm. Um, now... Here's the thing with super massive games. They had a massive hit with Until Dawn. It might like it wasn't a massive like critical, you know, hit. Not everyone went out and bought it, and it didn't do gangbuster numbers. It did pretty good numbers, but it was a great game, a really good game. Um, and I really enjoyed it. I I bought it on launch and. Me and a few friends sat down with a few beers on the Friday night over at my flat and we literally played the game all night until we finished it. Um, and then we did the same the next morning. We we got back together. But then we did a th- really cool thing where every decision we kind of passed the controller along so, so nice. you could you know do that. Um, yeah, so I really enjoyed Until Dawn. Um, Me too. So the Dark Anthology comes out and I kind of hold off a bit because it seems they, they kind of announced it as, as Man of Medan was like a few, um, was it a few hours long or something? It didn't feel like a proper full game or experience. It felt like I part think I of... completed it in like two streaming sessions, maybe three. Yeah, so it's probably about it wasn't five long. hours, five, six hours or something at the most. If that, yeah. It, from what I read, it felt like it was meant to be something bigger or part of a bigger thing. So I kind of waited for that. And then the mm. next one came out and reviews said pretty much the same thing. So I've kind of stayed away from their <laughs> games for a while, especially after your streaming experiences, Mark. I watched some of that and it was painful. Mm. Um, so earlier this year, they announced The Quarry, um, which is mm. meant to be more of a full game, uh, <clears throat> which nothing to do with the dark pictures and anthol- dark pictures anthology there we go I'm sure that's what it's called is that what it's called the dark uh, pictures yes anthology. i think so dark pictures yeah cool. yeah not to be confused with that short-lived like m- uh, monster marvel monster universe remember there was there was going to be like a rival oh. to the marvel universe but it was going to be all of um 
Like the old MGM the mummy monsters. Was. Yeah. No, that was yeah. Universal, wasn't it? That was Universal. The Dark Vader. Yeah, but they had a name f- they had a name for top. it. I can't remember what it was. And then they scrapped it because of how badly the the, the new mummy flopped. Yeah, yeah it was Dark Universe with Tom Cruise. Dark Universe. Dark it, Universe, yeah. that was it, yeah. yeah. Dark Universe. They did I went to see that film with, like, in they, cinemas. They made, they made two because they made... There was the Wolfman originally yep. with Benicio Del Toro. Yep. And then they made The Mummy and they were already doing photo shoots with like all of their lineup and it was going to be like... Um, Jekyll and Hyde. Russell, Russell Crowe was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Well, Hyde he was and, in The um, Mummy. They kind of set it all up. Yeah. yeah. It was. But also uh, Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man. Yeah. Mm. Uh... I went but to see that film, that film in cinemas and it was so bad. Yeah. So bad. Didn't they, they did a Dracula one as well, wasn't it? It was um, him off a Hobbit. Um, yeah, Dracula Martin Freeman. Untold. No, not, it wasn't Dracula. It was... Um, no, it was, it was Dracula Untold. It was with... Um, oh, Luke shit, I can't remember his something. name. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't very good. No. No. Anyway, the Dark Pictures Anthology. Um, nothing to do with the Dark Pictures Anthology. Um, and it's set in America uh, in basically a... Uh, what do they call it? Like summer camp for kids that they yeah, go to? Summer camp. Like the parent trap. Yeah. Summer camp. Mm-hmm. Summer camp. Setting one of those and, you know, it's a horror film. So Cabin in the Woods in the middle of nowhere, a lot of teenagers. And I just thought, you know what? They have they know what Until Dawn did correctly, which was be self-aware, know what it was, and just have fun with it effectively. So, um, yeah, I waited for a decent price and I bought it and I thought I'll save that for Halloween. So it comes around and, and I download it and I play it. Uh, so it starts off with a bit of a prequel chapter, uh, just to get you into the swing of the game. So you're driving on a road, you hit a pothole, you go off. Uh, there's two characters here. Um, you go exploring a bit in the woods while the guy fixes the car for you. Um, you see some spoopy shit uh, and you get a little scared. And then you go back to the car and a random policeman pulls up uh, out of nowhere, saves you. Um you manage to find your way to this um, summer camp, but it's closed, it's locked up, no one's there. Uh, and you decide to go into the basement and something gets you. Um, and then the effectively in the end, the, the police guy um, drugs you and, and captures you. And that's kind of the end of the prequel, but it's kind of that's set in stone pretty much just to get you into, into the game. And I played that and I was like, yeah, you know, you know what? That was good. If the rest of the game is like this, I'll be quite happy. Mm. Um, and then the real game started and it's just... Uh, it's it's slow paced. It's so slow. Mm. Um, so the, the main game starts is the last day of summer camp and you're the cat like camp counsellors. And you're packing the camp away, packing your van away, getting ready to go. And then your van breaks down. So you can't go. So you have to spend another night um, at the camp. And the the guy who owns the camp is very adamant that you need to leave tonight. And then he um, 
effectively says, oh, okay, you can stay, but whatever you do, stay inside the hut. Don't leave the hut. And he doesn't say why. Um, but of course, you're teenagers and you think, last night at camp, there's no kids around anymore. We're the camp counsellors. Let's have a party outside. Big bonfire. Find some beer and just have a good time. But the whole setup for that was like three hours and you've got to just walk around doing like you've got when by the time you've got to that point of the story you've already walked around loading some bags and making the car not work and doing all this stuff and the pace of walking in this game is so slow like i was i was pressing every button trying to find like a a move slightly faster button or something um it's just painful at times and then you've got to go and search for beer and you're just walking through mazes that not mazes but you know what i mean like where you've got like a a shop back end with a load of shelves shelving and they've purposely designed it so you got a zigzag all the way through them to get to the end and then zigzag all the way back meanwhile you're walking at a very slow pace it's just the setup Mm. is so slow Mm. so i'm currently at the position where i've played three and a half hours of this game and it's not the night time yet where stuff's going to happen. Hmm. And it's apparently only about hmm. a 12 hour game. So I've played yeah. a quarter of the game so far. And nothing's happened. Just looking at um, how long to beat. It's about nine hours, nine, ten hours. Yeah. Hmm. And it's just, I don't know if I've missed a sprint button or something, but that's what it feels like. Which is a real hmm. shame because when I first it's started playing a button it, which makes you walk ever so slightly faster. Yeah, exactly. But, but not a sprint button. <sighs> it's just so bad. Mm. Um, I'm sure once I get through it I'll in- and the night happens, I will enjoy it. It's just mm. getting to that point has been painful so far, which is quite a shame because when I started walking in the main bit of the game, apart from fir- at first noticing how slow it was, it was giving me mad Alan Wake vibes where, you know, in the daytime, the because the- you're in the forest, in a cabin, and it's kind mm. of the same similar scenery but in the daytime there's a certain feeling to it which is like safety and but also something's about to happen when it goes to nighttime and it seemed to me like they kind of nailed that feel i just could have done with half the time of it in the story that i needed um mm. it really feels like artificial padding by just making the characters walk at half the pace they were designed to yeah. in the original instance do you know what i mean mm. Um, I think so we yeah, do, that's... Do, we, we do that quite often though I remember with Man <clears> and Medan and um, Until Dawn we like to control the pace and you like going come on I just want to run through this little bit and but you know, I feel like walk at that center. granted it's probably been five or six years since I played Until Dawn but I feel like the mm. setup in Until Dawn was pretty much an hour at the most you were kind of you had the cable car ride over you got to mm. the house, you walked around the house a bit, and then shit happened. Whereas yeah. this has been very much like, let's go and you, you split up into different groups, so you control a bit of different characters. And there's, like I say, at first you've got to go and find people, get in the cabin, then you've got to go and find the bags in this massive room, then you've got to go and get out, and then you've got to break the car. When you're staying, mm. you then have four different groups of people that you control. And the first lot, try and find some beer and and find other things along the way. The second lot are trying to, 
I'm not even sure what. Oh, they're trying to find charge some phones, and then they have a poke around the warden's like space basically for a while while their phones are charging, and then you br- you're gonna find some firewood. Do you know what I mean? It's like every single thing you're kind of telling three different groups of people's stories really slowly <laughs> um, mm. that are kind of happening simultaneously. So it could have done with you choosing one of those things to do, maybe. That would have been fine, but you have to live through the same time period in three different people. Um, but yeah, like I say, I'm sure I will enjoy it when the good stuff happens, but so far mm. good stuff's not happened yet. Needs to pick up the pace. Really does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. which is a shame because I had such high hopes for this game as well. Mm. It does actually yeah. have a couch co-op mode. Like I, I mentioned on Until Dawn, like passing yeah. the controller unofficially between friends. When you go into Ooh. the game, it says, do you want to launch this in like normal mode or couch co-op mode? I'm not sure what couch co-op mode would do. I've well, not actually did, looked um, into it. Pass the controller. They did, they did multiplayer in um, Man of Medan, didn't they? Don't, don't know, know, did they? Can't remember. I'm sure there was some multiplayer element in that where you could have like um, different characters are controlled by, you know, you'd share the control of the different characters. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly mm. what it is. So um, you assign friends the roles of different characters and pass the controller around when it's each player's turn. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That could be cool. Yeah. And if it works online. But, um, Pacing issues, just so weird. That was a big problem with the, with Man of Medan as well, and it was not a problem with Until Dawn. No, that's what Ooh, I mean. No they they nailed it the first. I'm I'm starting to think, wonder whether it was like lightning in a bottle Until Dawn, mm. and they're yeah. they're trying to capture the same thing again. Um, you just can't do it. Yeah, but you would have. I don't know. It it reviews really well though the quarry. Yeah, mm. it's like open critic in the seventies. Their their tech is insane. Like how good those games look. It's ridiculous, uh, and their motion mm. capture is so good. Um, Maybe it's the editing. You noticed any? Um, um, have you have you noticed any actors in this one and been like, oh, it was what's his face? Because I didn't really in Man of Medan, but um, there were loads of them in Until Dawn. I think they got like... with Until Dawn. They got lucky that by the time it came out, they'd kind of made it into films, like because they had Rami Malek. Yeah, um, but they also had like Hayden Pad- Pan- Panettiere. Panettiere. Yeah, Panettone. it was already she was big. She, yeah, she was already big. And they had, but they had um, the Sony money then, didn't they? As well, so that's true. Maybe Sony had, kind of uh, paid for Hayden Panettiere and Peter then... Stormare as well. Yeah. Um, I've David not Arquette's noticed any it. of the actors. Dave, what David Arquette's in um, hmm. the quarry? quarry. Hmm. Hmm. Isn't he in Scream? Yep. Okay, that makes sense. That's a good bit of casting then. Get some. They, they could Ted Raimi. Like, they should get get uh, some more like what Ted Raimi. Nice. Any relation to Sam Raimi? Yeah. Oh. Well, it. Hmm. Mm. I was thinking they get some more like, like they'd get some more like, uh, some more actors from that sort of genre of film to be in their games. Yeah, um, but 
Mm. I'll be interested to see what you think of the rest of it then. Uh, yeah. Because if it's I'm... good, then I will probably play it as well. Because I, I, I really dug Until Dawn. Yeah, it was so good. Um, yeah. One of those games that I would do anything to go, like, wipe my memory of that game and just go in blind again and play it again. Do it. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. Um. Anything else you've been playing? No. That's it. <laughs> uh, that is it. I'm. I've had a busy few weeks. Uh, That's fair. I've played a bit of F1 Manager at some point. Mm. Um. But yeah, other than that, that's pretty much it. We've kind of already spoken a lot about that. Yeah, yeah. Nearly finished my first season. Uh, I'm at uh, well, last save there was halfway through qualifying in in Japan. So nearly there, and then I can start a proper season with a with a team where it'll be. I think I think it maybe have taken the Haas job. Okay, that'd maybe. be good. Mm, yeah. Um. All right. Uh, what have we been playing? Um. Well, first of all, uh, I've been playing the new hot new mobile game that everyone's mad about, Marvel Snap. Um. Adam kept banging on about this in the Discord, <laughs> and then they talked about it loads on Giant Bombcast, and they waxed lyrical about it on the latest episode of Waypoint Radio as well. Um. Marvel Snap is a CCG free-to-play mobile game from former Hearthstone developers who seemingly had enough of Blizzard shit and left and formed another <laughs> studio and now make this game. Um, it's it's really good. It's really easy to understand and to get into. There's like there's a good level of like depth in there, but it's not it's not as taxing or as lengthy as a game like Gwent or um, Hearthstone or any other CCG that I've ever played before has been. It's really simple. Um, basically, you have you have a deck of cards. Um, some of them have... They have like a cost and they have a power um, number. And some of them have abilities as well. And you have like a board where there's like three... Like... Um, three planes, three three columns. Um, and each one has like a uh, uh an attribute, something like for instance, like um, one will be like any cards that are played here cannot be destroyed, or uh, you cannot play cards here after round five, or um, after round four, all the cards here will move to other random places or whatever. Um. And you play like six six rounds of placing your cards. Um, each round you have more power, so you can play more cards or play more powerful cards. Uh, and your basically your aim is at the end of the game to have to be to be winning in terms of like the power, the amount of power the the, the, the your score on your mm. side of each plane on two out of three of the of the columns yep. against your opponent. Um, and that's it. It's really simple. Um, matches last only a few minutes. Uh, it It's not nickel and diming at all. I mean, I think the first battle pass is free. Uh, I didn't pay for it, and I've been unlocking stuff on it, so I'm assuming it's free. Unless there's like another paid tier, but then I, I looked and I couldn't see a way of 
buying and a, a buying a you know premium version of it or whatever um so far it's been really generous in terms of like giving you cards basically you have like a your collection rating as you're playing you'll unlock you'll you'll earn materials that you use to upgrade the card so it'll go from being like a plain card to being like you know the character in the card will break the frame and it'll be like it'll be uploaded uh, up, upgraded to uncommon and then it'll uh, the next one after that it becomes 3d and it uses the accelerometer in your phone to like you turn the phone and it's like moving like it's 3d uh, and every time you upgrade a card your collection level goes up and you earn more cards that way and earn more materials to be able to upgrade the cards you've got um the the sort of like little wrinkle in it the reason why it's called marvel snap is because you have like um like a what's the cube in the marvel films Tesseract, yeah, whatever tesseract. Tesseract. thing yeah. that looks like the tesseract at the top of the screen. Yeah, um, and at the beginning of each game, if you win, uh, you get you you get your cube back and the opponent's cube as well. And if you lose, then you lose your cube. But okay. at any point, you can like tap on that and like increase the amount. So you're like gambling how many cubes uh, you think. So it's not um, called Marvel Snap because you have to go and take pictures of Spider Man. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> I want pictures of Spider Man, um, but it's just uh, it's it's been really really fun. Um, like I so said, the, the games of matchmaking takes a matter of seconds. The matches last at most three minutes in my experience so far. Maybe five at a push, um, so you can knock out a bunch of games really quickly. Um, you don't have to think about it too much, but if you want to, then you can start like like really getting into your your deck and building synergy between cards um i haven't really gotten into that that sort of stuff so far i'm just experimenting at the moment and having fun with it but but it's it's everyone's been raving about it and i can i can totally see why it's it's Mm. a really really good free-to-play ccg that does not feel cheap or like it's trying to make you spend money i think that's always that's always my worry about these kind of games is they badly designed ones probably um, always mm-hmm. feel like they're just trying to get money out of you. Like I remember yeah. back in the day, and this is back in the day, and I know it, it's a King game, so, mm-hmm. you know. But I remember what was the... Um, it was a Clash... What was it? What were their games called? Clash, Clash of Royale. Clash of Clans. Clash of Royale. So what was that? Se- what was that series of games where you had like a little tribe, and you built it up? Clash of Clans was Clash it? of Clans, and then they did one that was like a portrait game where you ha- like had two that sides. Was cl- that was Clash Royale. Clash Royale. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Um, when I played that for a bit, that felt like that was just trying to get money from you, basically. Yeah. Um. It was a better one of those that I played that Marvel, uh, Marvel, uh, Gears Pop. Yeah, one. that was it. Yeah, yeah. I played that for a while. That, that seemed all right, actually, and, and not cheap. Like uh, a lot of those games, like like Clash Royale, felt like it was a storefront with a game attached to it. Yes. Uh, and all it was, its only purpose was to bleed money out of people. Um, this doesn't feel like that at all. Obviously, there's going to be people, who, there are cards for sale in the store for premium currency 
but the matchmaking is based on the quality of cards you have in your deck, uh, on your skill and the quality of cards in your deck. So you're not going to be matched against someone who was paid their way into having a crazy good deck. Yeah. You're only going to be playing against people who have a similar level deck to the one that you've got. Um, so, yeah, it's been really good. I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, it's just a really, really easy one to just pop on and, uh, and play for a little bit. I played like two hours of it last night while I had TV on in the background because I just... It's really easy. Just play a game, fiddle with your deck, jump in, play another game, fiddle with your deck, just keep going like that, um, unlocking more and more cards as you go. Um, I imagine it's like a really, really good game for, for Marvel aficionados. There's a lot of characters in there. Cards have unlocked it. It's like, I don't know who these characters are. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, see how long it remains. Um how how long it feels the way it does I, I like a lot of these a lot of free to play games I've played have like felt generous for a while and yeah. then it starts to get really grindy but I don't think there'll be a problem with this because the gameplay is just fun it's just a fun card game so um, yeah really digging that um, I've been playing a game this one might this might be one that Andy uh, has some thoughts on um I've been fucking about with that GeForce Now service uh, because I tried playing like some free-to-play games like Destiny uh, and whatnot on Stadia and it was fine. The tech was okay, uh, but there was a lot of input latency um sometimes in image was very grainy and whatnot and now the service is dying anyway so um and the xbox cloud gaming is not quite there but like uh, nvidia uh nvidia the geforce now thing from nvidia is a bit different it's like you you don't purchase a game on their service to stream you you can stream games that you already own in your Steam library. Not all of them, only a select number well, of titles. I mean, I did tell you all this like in 2019. You did. <laughs> I didn't I didn't bother checking it out. Um See, I've been I've been using do Nvidia's do you game stream. <laughs> oh, it was probably December 2019, I would have thought. Don't know what the I would have, that would have that was before I had a PC and I wasn't really buying games on Steam. I didn't get yeah. a PC until last year, really. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I saying? Um, uh, yeah, I've been using NVIDIA's game stream service, which is a different thing, which is streaming directly from your PC to another device. Mm. So I will quite often stream games from the TV down to my um, NVIDIA Shield downstairs so I can play PC games in the living room. Um, but I thought I'd fuck about with this and, and see what it was like. Uh, and there's a few games on there which I don't have installed on my PC, which I can just jump in and play instantly because they're installed on some NVIDIA PC somewhere else. And the way it works is like you basically log into your Steam account and it launches Steam Big Picture Mode on a PC somewhere and streams it to your device. Uh, and the input latency is, or it feels absolutely non-existent. And I'm on the free tier, so it's using fairly basic hardware fairly fairly basic it still looks pretty decent um on a newer game um and you can play for an hour and then it kicks you out and you have to reconnect and 
uh, I guess if you jumped on at like peak times, you have to queue for a server. Uh, and if you want priority, then you have to pay for their, their service. Uh, mm. But I've been using it to, to mess about with some games that I don't have installed on my PC. And I've been playing uh, Darksiders. The, um, oh, yes. The War Mastered version. Like the, mm. uh, what they call the, the remastered version. They call it War, Darksiders War Mastered. Um, yeah. Which I have on my Steam library. And I don't know where i think it might have been part of a humble bundle or something like that i don't remember buying it Mm. um um i'm only about an hour or so into it uh i've just been playing in little chunks basically like when i get up in the morning i i get uh, like six o'clock in the bloody morning give lily a breakfast and then have to sit about for an hour before i can take her out for a walk and then start work for the day in that little gap between her breakfast and a walk I boot up game stream uh, or uh, NVIDIA GeForce now even and play some Darksiders and I'm enjoying it. It definitely feels like a game from the 360 generation. Um, The combat is very old school God of War hack and slash. Yeah. uh, Which is not a bad thing. There's no real, there's there's, there's not a huge amount of complexity there, but it feels decent. Um, but then outside of combat the the it's it's almost like a zelda like game but in a sort yeah. of soul reaver sort of way you know what i mean um a grim dark take on a on the zelda formula where you know like you 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 can't go down a particular path until you've got a particular piece of equipment or whatever that you will unlock and then you go and you know that sort of thing um it's it's cool i like it it's pretty neat it's like a nice little throwback sort of game, the sort of thing, that, the sort of action game that I would used to like gobble up in that generation. So maybe you want to yeah. check out. Um, I never played it, and I don't even know if it's very good. Do you remember they made like a God of War hack and slash style game based around um, Paradise Lost? Um, the Dante's Inferno, I think it was called. Dante's Inferno. Yeah, that's good. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, that's by that was by EA. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty good. I wonder, that I wonder if that good. one's. I might have a look and see if that one's on uh, EA Play then mm. when I finished uh, Darksiders. But um, yeah, yeah, I never played Darksiders back when it was back when it first came out. Um, but uh, I'm enjoying it. It's good. Uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Were you, Sandy. Sorry, I was just saying it's really good. I think the story. I quite like the fall and that. Oh. Horseman of Apocalypse, isn't it? Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. I played it on the PS3. And it's, it's, um... Yeah, and it's set on a ruined Earth after some, mm. after the end of an end times, and everyone's yeah. dead, and it's just, I don't know. It's kind of a neat setting. It's it's very mm. uh, brown and grey, as were most mm. games on that generation of, of video games. <laughs> but um, I like it. And like your... Uh, I recognise that the voice of the companion, the Watcher character that follows you around, recognised mm. the voice almost immediately and had to look and double-check and said, like, oh yeah, it's Mark Hamill. Um, mm. It's not <laughs> a million miles away from his Joker voice. Um, yeah, I'm enjoying that. It's, it's going to be one that I'll just like chip away at you know, uh, half an hour, an hour at a time in the mornings. Yeah. Um, uh, I like it. It's good. There's four games in that series now. The uh, I know three. One. 
The second one where you play as death. Third one. Yeah, it was the third uh, one. Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Yes. And then there, wasn't um, there another one Genesis. that was almost like... Yeah, that one. Is that the one that's like sort of like isometric, top-down, like yeah. Diablo style? Yeah. Hmm. Mm, I think yeah, there might I, be a um, fourth one coming out, so I'm not sure. If I get on with this, I might check the other ones out. Um, so I'll, I'm enjoying it. It has made me remember how much I enjoyed Soul Reaver, and uh, mm. it made me feel sad that that game has not received the remaster that it probably needs, and well, definitely needs. I would love a, I'd love a like a, a proper remaster of all of the um, the games in the Legacy of Kane series. To be honest, but uh, probably. Probably never going to happen, unfortunately. Um, right, two more games. I've been playing um, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Um, I went down to my local game, which is now wedged in the corner of a Fraser's. Oh, ours is wedged we... in a Sports Direct. Oh, the Sports Direct is wedged inside the Fraser's as well. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's, so it's, what used to be House of Fraser. <laughs> it's a little shitty, um, what are those Russian dolls called? Nesting dolls. Russian nesting dolls. dolls. It's a yeah. shitty nesting doll of yeah. shit. Uh, yes. Um, horrible Mike Ashley nightmare. Um, so, yeah, Wedge in the Corner, near the sports director's Wedge in the Corner of uh, the Frasers is a little game. It's the uh, And I went in and traded in some old... Um, Switch games uh, that I'd beaten, including the last Marion Rabbids game that I played to death. Um, I took I took some Xbox One games in as well, uh, and I probably should have realised this, but something like like Gears of War Four, they just won't. There's, there's no trading value for it at all, <laughs> I guess, because it's on Game Pass. I don't know, mm. but also. Halo Five, mm. Halo, Halo Five Guardians. Yeah. yeah, I had the special edition of that, which I bought for like fuck all, like a metal tin, uh, which had like a bunch of stuff in like a plastic wallet thing inside it, and I'd never bothered opening that up because, um, I just bought it to, just because like it, I thought like oh I'll play this Halo game and I never played it, um, and. The the guy that was there, it was a there was a guy and a girl there who were a couple, uh, and they scanned the game into the system to check how much it was. And it was like, oh, it's only going to give you like one pound twenty. Don't worry about it. I'll keep it. I put it back. And then his his uh, the girl was like, I'd quite like this. <laughs> and the guy was like, how much how much do you want for it? I, was like, I don't know. And then he went on eBay and like checked how much like they were going for on eBay. And then mm. he just PayPal'd me a tenner for it. Nice. So there you go. Fair play. Yeah. I won't name which branch of game it was in case nobody's <laughs> listening. But nobody from in game case is Mike Ashley takes exception <laughs> in case to that. Mike Ashley finds out. And I don't want to get them in trouble. It was a very nice little interaction. But um, I've just looked on Kex and uh, Gears mm. of War. They will give you fifty p for that. Yes. Yeah, it's not even worth it, is it? No. no, I mean um, some games. If you've got, like... if you've got the Xbox 360 version of, uh, apparently that two games came packaged together, uh, Gears of War, the original, 
mm-hmm. and Project Gotham mm. Racing 4. Right. They came as a double. They'll give you £2 for that. Oh, wow. Mm. That's Great. probably all just for Project Gotham Racing. Probably, mm. yeah, because Giz is just now on. And it's been remastered, and they're all on Game Pass anyway. Yeah. Um. Anyway, anyway Mario Bros. Sorry. Mario Plus Rabbids, Sparks of Hope. Um. So the first Mario and Rabbids was kind of a shock. It's like Ubisoft were allowed to play with the Mario franchise, and they decided to combine Mario's with their weird Rabbids things and make a XCOM-style turn-based combat game. So they gave Mario guns, which was cool. And everyone thought it was a bit silly, and it was a bit of a joke, and then the game came out, and it was really fucking good, and then people really liked it, and I I, I thought it was amazing. I absolutely loved it. Played that game to death. Um, so Sparks of Hope sequel is... Uh, it's not that they didn't rest on the laurels and just make another one of those. It's they've completely changed up a number of elements. So in the last one, you could buy new weapons for your characters, and those weapons would have like element would use elemental effects like status effects. Like you'd have a gun that shoot shot honey, which meant that yeah. the enemies that it hit they had a chance to like stick. So then they wouldn't be able to move on their turn or they'd set them on fire or they'd electrocute them or freeze them or whatever. Uh, in the new one, the weapons, you don't change the weapons. You only you can only change the skins of the weapons to make them look different. What's different now is you have like, uh, they're called the, the sparks and it's like, what happens if, um, what are they called? Loomers? The, um, uh, not Princess Peach, the other the other lass from Mario. What's her name? Ros- Rosalind? Rosalina? Daisy? No. I think it's Rosalina or Rosalind, whatever. Uh, her. Um, she has those like loomers. Uh, and if one of... It's basically the way they're saying it's like, what happens if one of those fucked a, a rabbit? Uh, <laughs> and you get these weird like... These things called sparks. And there's a bad guy who's trying to get all the sparks, and uh, so you're going and, and like gathering up all the sparks, keeping him safe, but uh, and also working your way towards the bad guy to finish him off. But the sparks are they basically what they do is they will bestow each of your characters can have like two of them equipped at any time, and like you level them up, and they will they will bestow a particular elemental effect or a defensive. A, uh, effect or a buff or a debuff or something like that so there's a lot more uh freedom to kit out your characters before each com before each fight so before each uh, every fight you can like scout around the level and you can see where all the enemies are and you can like highlight them and see what their strengths and what their weaknesses are and then kit your your uh, select which characters you want to use in that fight and which sparks you have equipped to give you the best chance of dealing with that fight which you need to because the fights are um the game doesn't put any punches it's not it's not it's much the same as the last one it's, it's not like baby's first XCOM. it's there's a serious level of like tactical awareness you need to have and you need to think about it like a proper puzzle mm. um the one of the big changes is instead of it being like a grid-based thing where you sort of like point you move a cursor to where you want your character to move and then they move to it you basically have when you uh, select a character and it's their turn they have like a field of movement and then you have completely free movement 
within there. So you can move them around from point to point um, to see, you know, where is going to be the best place to take a shot from. Um, or you can like move a character to in between two of the characters and then use one of their sparks to create like a uh, an area of effect buff and then move them away to do something else. Basically, they can they can move around as much as they want until they attack and then they're locked in place um, until the the next turn. Um, so there's lots of like interesting changes that have made to the the combat stuff. The the, the really big change is like the uh, the stuff that you're doing outside the combat. So in the last game, it was like you were walking along a linear path and you'd see the arena that you were coming up to to fight. Um, and then you just basically walk up to the entrance of it and then the fight would start. In the new one, it's like you see enemies out in the open world and you press a button to slide in and attack them and that starts the the fight, kind of like a random encounter in a JRPG. Um, so that frees up the open world to be more... Uh, more open um, mm. and it f- it feels more like Mario Odyssey in a way basically you've got a ship and you fly between these different worlds and then you're you're, you're, you're knocking about in these worlds exploring solving puzzles helping um, the residents of that world uh, com- you know completing puzzles and, and, and fights to progress the main story, but then there's loads of side quests and stuff like that. So it's it's like they've just taken a lot of elements from other games to improve what was already a really, really good formula. Um, and I really, really like it. It's weird. It's like there's there's almost like a Mass Effect feel about it as well, because as you're progressing through the world, you're adding to your roster of characters. Um yeah, it's really good. I really, really like it. Uh, they've um, they've done it again. Well done to whatever that's... That, yes. that it's an Italian Ubisoft studio. Uh, I can't remember what the studio is called, but yeah, they've done, a, they've done an amazing job yet again. Really, really pleased with it. Um, the last game I've been playing, we should probably talk about, uh, I did a bad thing. I am, um, I'm I'll, sitting up for this because I need I need okay. to know if I need to buy it. So I watched Jeff Gersman playing um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Uh, and Not to be confused with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 from 2009. Not to be confused with Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 from 2009. Is this not a remaster of that then? No. no. Brand that new. was already a thing. Right. Completely different. They already did that. This so is modern technically warfare. Modern Warfare AI, technically, which is different. Yes. Have they done that? No. No. So there was Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call, sorry, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And there was Call Seven. of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Probably, yeah. And then in 2017, yeah. 18, or whatever it was, they remastered. There was Call of Duty. No, there was Call of Duty Modern Warfare and oh, also yes. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, modern warfare remastered. remastered. Yeah. And then they did Call right. of Duty 2. Or Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 remastered, and now this is Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. I didn't know I they, think remastered they remastered the second. Well, I thought they were maybe, remastered maybe they too. didn't. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. I, I lost track after a while. They definitely remastered the first one because I played definitely. it. Definitely. I played it. It was yeah. great. Mm. Loved it. Um, it's is really still going. Sorry. What's, what's still like going? The remastered. I wonder if there's people still playing because. Oh, I'm sure oh. there is. I'm sure there is. I love that game. Um, 
the yeah the, the, besides the stupid numbering thing i didn't realize because i didn't really pay attention to the storyline when i played the first new modern warfare is that it's a different timeline to the original modern warfare stuff so the characters some of the characters from those original games are like soap and captain price and people like that are in there and like makarov uh and a few other characters that apparently i can't remember that were in the original modern warfare and modern warfare 2 but this was a, this is a separate timeline uh kind of like when they rebooted the star trek movies um this the kevlin timeline <laughs> i don't know is i don't it, understand is the it, is it law. there's a lot of time with other ones i think there's like a time with like call of duty ghosts which i didn't play there's a character called ghost who's like a very yeah, a rough yeah. british yeah. soldier who wears like a ghost skull balaclava yeah. thing um and there's some other characters from other call of duty games which i didn't play um so yeah call of duty modern warfare 2 uh so i really enjoy it the multiplayer is um it's called a g it's incredibly tight uh it's incredibly fun uh this is the first time i played a call of duty game on keyboard and mouse uh and i'm holding my own Sometimes I will be really bad. Sometimes I'll be really good. Usually I'm kind of in the middle, which is fine. That's about where my skill level lies. I'm kind of a bang average player. Yeah, bang average. Apparently, bang average. I have heard that the controller auto, the aim assist, is very overpowered, according to people. Okay. Um, um, so, yeah. I don't know how whole... I don't know how true that is though because some people say it's keyboard and mouse people are like oh they get aim assist and and they just don't know they got killed. <laughs> yeah, they're always bitching about it. Um, like it's it, and on the whole, it silos you off into um into like pools depending on your controller on your input device. So usually, yeah. if you're playing with keyboard and mouse, you'll only be playing with and against keyboard and mouse players. And the same with the controller. The only difference is if somebody is playing on a keyboard and mouse and they're partied up with friends on console, yeah. they will be dragged into the keyboard and mouse pool. Mm. So you do occasionally see that. Um, but on the whole, if I'm playing with just a, just a controller, which I've done a few times when I've streamed the game to TV downstairs, I'll only be playing against other players on a controller. Okay. Um, and on the whole... 90% of the time if I'm playing keyboard and mouse it's only against keyboard and mouse players which is good it's a good system and good you know what that's how it should be that's you know that's how it should be yeah yeah it's great um, living side by side I'm... in harmony <laughs> exactly um, so the multiplayer you know it's, it's what you expect from the multiplayer it's it's still really really good it's never never really been well it's never really been bad when a good studio has been making it which yeah. is tends to just be Infinity Ward really although I really enjoyed Call of Duty World War Two, and I can't remember who made that. Is that Treyarch? Um, it may have been Treyarch. Uh, I played it? that one. Who's on doing that? Treyarch, Sledgehammer, and Infinity Ward. No, it was Sledgehammer. Yeah. Sorry, World War Two was okay. Sledgehammer. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, the last Modern Warfare was Infinity Ward, and this one is Infinity Ward, and they are the considered the best of the bunch. 
I think they only make Ooh. they're the only ones who make Modern Warfare. Yeah, uh, and so the last Modern Warfare was really well regarded. Um, it was the it was the game that spawned Warzone, which is now a behemoth in the the free to play battle royale genre. Uh, I didn't bother playing Cold War, and then Vanguard didn't bother with either. I don't think they were particularly well received, but. Um, seems like people are enjoying Modern Warfare 2, although you said you found some complaints online about performance issues and crashes and stuff like that. Yeah, well... Missing, missing features. So after you mentioned earlier in the week that you were enjoying it so much, I hopped mm-hmm. onto Steam to see, A, how much it was. Because uh, <laughs> whenever someone says, I'm actually enjoying Call of Duty, you kind of get that uh, that little itch to just I go know, back right? and and play yeah. it cause... that's what gerstman did to me watching him enjoying it i was like Fuck. like the, the <laughs> memories back in my life again the memories of like 2008 to 2010 are just <sighs> so good mm. in my head yeah. um yeah some of the probably the best fps fun i've ever had in you yeah. know the span of three years it was oh incredible anyway um so yeah i looked at the the steam reviews are mixed currently um and a lot of people complain about crashes, uh, about mm. bad performance, um, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, crash, crashes once an hour, someone said. Uh, crash fest six times in an hour. Um, blah, 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 blah. And then, yeah. So basically, it just seems that it's a bit buggy at times. But like mm. you've said, you've not had many crashes i haven't had anything i ha- i have since we talked i have discovered something which appears to be a bug i think and that's like i've not been able to change my emblem or my like mm. card my calling card thing like i'll change it and then back out of the menu and it won't have changed but i'm mm. sure that's something they'll fix and it's not i'm not really that bothered about it to be honest I only wanted to change it because they've got like pride flags in there. And I was like, yeah, I'll put oh, a pride yeah. flag on that. Was, nice. That will annoy a lot of people. <laughs> exactly. I'm I know. definitely doing that if I get it. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just reading a, a review here of someone who has obviously uh, done or said something that they shouldn't have and got banned. <laughs> Sad excuse. Sad excuse for a Call of Duty game. And they've put Call of Duty in apostrophes, so you know they mean business. Trash shadow ban system. Trash chat abuse system. You can get report banned even if you don't use voice chat for abusive communications. Mm. Well, don't be I abusive, dickhead. <laughs> yeah, I, Basically. I think you probably you dropped an N-bomb or something like that. This chat. game didn't even launch with a combat record, leaderboards, or mm. hardcore oh, playlist. Mm. Yeah, so I've, I actually I was, I was chatting to a friend uh, about it, and he, he was bemoaning uh, some of those features are missing and i'm sure like for some players well maybe for a lot of players it's a big deal i don't i basically don't care about like leaderboards i don't uh, care about leaderboards. hardcore was kind of cool but yeah the time sure i play come. hardcore uh, i feel like playing it every now and then rather than yeah every yeah game, i must have hardcore mode exactly yeah there's there's still you know plenty of game modes in there there's also like the ground war mode that they introduced in the last modern warfare game which is like kind of like battlefield it's like 32 versus 32 players on a big map with 
helicopters and tanks and stuff like that. Um, the, there's, you know, co-op in there and whatnot. Um, there's plenty of stuff to be enjoying. Uh, I'm, maybe if I was a, you know, if I played a lot of, of other Call of Duty games uh, recently, I would also be bemoaning some of the features that were missing. But um, well, maybe hardcore mode, I guess. I don't care about leaderboards and stuff like that. And I presume this is stuff that they're gonna they'll have they'll add in. Yeah, you would have thought so. I mean, sure, it's a shame that stuff hasn't launched with the game, but also it's not really affecting me, so I don't care that much. No. It kind of feels like when people complained that The Sims Four didn't have pools on launch. Yeah. <laughs> don't the really hardcore care. Sims fans were really annoyed about that one. Hardcore Sims fans are a very strange bunch. I love um. But, I mean, yeah, the multiplayer is, uh, is uh, I've been really, really enjoying. Um, one of the things I I was surprised that I enjoy so much, because, you know, the joke is always like, nobody plays Call of Duty for the campaign. Uh, well, I did play the campaign. Uh, actually, quite a lot of people played the campaign, because you could mm. buy the game like a week or two weeks early. You could only play the yeah. campaign. So a lot of people played Which it. Which is strange. Are you sure Which it's not strange. just people buying it and thinking, yay, Call of Duty is... Oh... I don't know how well they advertised know, but it. I, I, it was like, advertised. I heard about it. Yeah, it was like play the campaign early or whatever. Yeah. Um, I played it and uh, I really, really dug it. Like, I liked the campaign in the original Modern Warfare and, and Modern mm. Warfare 2. Yeah, they were solid. Remember the, remember the campaign in the last Modern Warfare being good as well? Uh, I don't remember much about the story. I probably won't remember much about the story in this one either. <laughs> like after a few weeks, to be honest. You know, I don't really care about the story in it, um, but the actual levels themselves are really good. Um, there was a there was a stretch early on which was basically like Infinity Ward plays the hits. It's like, do you remember the AC one thirty level from Modern Warfare? Well, here's an AC one thirty level. Um, did you like Gillies in the Mist? Well, there's another. Here's another sniper level where you're creeping around in a ghillie suit. Um, not quite as iconic as doing it in Pripyat. Oh, it's oh. so good, right? Um, but it's still it's still really really fun. Um, it's a proper globe trotting uh, campaign that takes you from like um, the Mexican border to an island off the coast of Spain to Amsterdam to. Um, whole bunch of places culminating in like a really really good mission where you're rappelling down and, and assaulting a skyscraper in chicago um uh yeah i i uh, really really enjoyed it like really really solid campaign um does some interesting gameplay stuff that i haven't seen in a call of duty game before like there's an extended level where you're in this mexican town at night and you're being hunted and you've lost all of your equipment and you're it becomes almost like a survival horror game for a while. You're like finding materials to craft basic rudimentary tools to be able to get through like locked doors or to silently take out um, heavily armed soldiers that are looking for you. And you don't get a gun until like halfway through the level. And then even when you do, you've got fuck all ammo for it. Um, it's like, an, yeah, just an interesting sort of like a new gameplay twist that I hadn't seen in a COD campaign before. Um, all in all, I'm I'm really enjoying it. Like, I'm 
I can't speak to the the bugs that some people are talking about and the crashes because I I personally haven't encountered them. Um, I'm, I've got a fairly capable rig, uh, and I haven't encountered any performance issues. Multi uh, the campaign was running at about a hundred frames. Um, multiplayer runs at about uh, between 120 and 144, and I've got it set to uh, everything set to maximum. Uh, got DLSS on, um, which can make the edges of a few textures look a little bit fuzzy, but that's like, like we, you were saying on Discord, it's kind of par for the course with DLSS. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it just it runs great, plays great. It's nice to be back in Call of Duty. Uh, really, really enjoying it. Yeah, maybe give it a bug. Yeah. I might download um, number four remastered. I think I've got that. I think that was given away on PS Plus. I might have to download that. It's like it's looking. still uh, you, you like the multiplayer will still be well populated. Like I was still playing mm. uh, World War Two, like two uh, after two more CODs had been released. I even after like the last Modern Warfare came out, I'd still jump back into COD World War Two every now and then and jump into multiplayer. Yeah. It was still incredibly well populated because like some people like for a, for a bunch of people. Uh, you'll be able to you'll find a bunch of people where any of the cods is their like particular favorite cod and they'll still be playing it like i've i was looking at my steam library and i've still got the first blops um oh yeah and i and i bet if i launched that up people would still be playing it yeah probably are. So, yeah i mean i was just looking so, up that the modern warfare 2 Mm-hmm. 2009 that got a remaster but it was only the campaign okay. i think uh and it's only download enough. only i think i just looked uh, at the um steam stats for modern warfare remastered and it's quite depressing really uh in the last three months the 24 hour peak has been 46 players Oh, no. So I wonder if they've turned the servers off, and it's just people mm. playing the campaign. Um, looking down here now, Call of Duty World at War, which is an old game now, currently has four hundred and twenty-six people playing it. <laughs> and like World of World at War, when did that come out? That was the one between. Uh, Modern Warfare and Modern Warfare 2. That was the first one that brought... 2008, yeah, that was the one that introduced zombies, wasn't it, I think? It was, yeah. Yeah. 2008, and there's still like 400-odd people playing it. Um, It's currently 189,560 players playing Modern Warfare 2 on Steam. Yeah. So it's doing well. But, you know, it always does. It's the most lucrative Call of Duty on it the first week but that's not really a surprise when it opened at 60 quid everywhere yeah <laughs> yeah and i paid i paid full do you remember those days like a fool do you remember those days when i think morris was it asda started getting yeah. into call of duty between all of the cost. supermarkets all the supermarkets tried to like make it as low as they could to, yeah yeah, yeah. That, was, that was good i remember those days I getting those up days. at midnight and just heading up to Asda up in Morley. 
Uh, it was cold and just picking up my cod and heading home. Yeah. Does that do that anymore? No. No. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad to be playing cod again. Um, it it brings me back to like you're saying, playing modern the old modern warfare back when I was a student when the first one came out and uh, having a real good time with it. Uh, and, and so far, I'm having a real good time with this one. Um, mm. Hopefully, the features that people are complaining are missing will be added soon, and any performance issues people are having will be fixed, hopefully. Um, I might dip into Warzone 2.0 whenever that launches as well, but I was never a huge fan of that, to be honest. I just preferred the regular multiplayer. Uh, but, um, yeah, luckily for me, at least so far, uh, that's been... Uh, very very entertaining for me so mm. yeah mm. having a lot of fun you're always going to have a good time with COD I think it's slick uh, yeah some, some have been they know what they're doing others. yeah but um, Infinity Ward on the whole like they're a steady pair of hands you know they, they, they tend to make good Call of Duty games so mm. yeah yeah I mean I, and, I um, like the originals the original ones uh, in World War 2 they were good yeah, they were, yeah. Um, and of course, uh, there, there isn't going to be a COD next year. So this is the Call of Duty platform for the next two years at least. Because mm. they're taking a year Ooh. off for the first time in, well, God knows, it's the first time since Modern Warfare. Right? Uh, no, that was every Did, year. Was it, every, was it not every uh, year? When did it start being every year? They had something. So they had Modern Warfare, then uh, Zom- um, World at War, World Modern at War. Warfare 2. World at War. Um, yeah. There was something after Wonder Modern it. Warfare 2, but I can't remember what it is. There Wonder has been a gap somewhere, it... but I can't remember wh- exactly where. I think after... Um, two, two and three? No, because then they that's when they introduced uh, Black Ops. No, I'm talking about right back before okay, so, Modern Warfare. So Call of Duty Modern was Warfare. 2003. Oh, Call right. Call of Duty oh, 2. Was, yeah. Uh, oh, shit, you're fucking hell. From was two, there from a Call gap Duty after 2. the PS4 one that b- bombed? Uh, so there's one been one. It was, so it was 2003, 2000, and then it was 2005, 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah. There's wow. been one every year since 2005. See, I thought there right, was one so after between the... one and two. Yeah, there was two years between one and two. Yeah. And since then, but even one then, every year. But even then, they didn't. Didn't they released quite a few on the PS2 and Xbox? Didn't they? That weren't right. You know, they weren't official part one, two, or three. They were like, um, I think there was one called Red Squadron or something and there was a yeah. I think it might be in a Vanguard yeah but they one. were they were different studios I think they weren't like the mainline yeah studios, that's what I mean so yeah but they didn't really it was have any f- there was like a Call of Duty Finest Hour yeah yeah on the GameCube PS2 Xbox Call of Duty 2 Big yeah. Red 1 yeah um, that's it Call of Duty World at War Final Fronts um, yeah Bunch of handheld titles. Uh, wasn't there a COD game on the Vita? 
Yep, there was. Yeah. There was one on the Wii. Oh, yeah. Black Ops Declassified on the Vita. Uh, the Call of Duty Online. A bunch of mobile titles. Yeah. Yeah. Big old franchise. Like, probably the thing that's keep, kept Activision afloat all these years. Definitely. Well, that's all of their other stuff has not really done well, but the Call of Duty alone has made them stupid amounts of, well, made Bobby Kotick stupid amounts of money. Hmm. Um, I wonder if the next one in a couple of years will be on Game Pass. No. It's not coming out for a couple of years, though. Depends if it all goes through, though, isn't it? It'll go through. I think um, it'll just have what all this and all the other ones for the last 10 years have had, which is exclusive PlayStation content, because that's for the players. Yeah. And I hate that nonsense. <laughs> I don't know if this one does have exclusive PlayStation It does. Content. I've seen the, I've does. Seen the yeah. adverts on TV telling me. I think they've got it for the next... Which is quite, four, it's quite ironic, years. isn't it? That It's quite ironic, isn't it, that um, Sony are complaining... That um, if if Microsoft buy Activision, they will have you know exclusive dibs on things for Call of Duty when that's exactly what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. I think there's a bit a of a difference time. between the full game and bits and bobs, isn't it? Yeah, but Microsoft are never going to withhold Call of Duty from PlayStation platforms because that's just leaving money on the table. Yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, I don't it's the know. same as like uh, like the next Elder Scrolls game won't be an Xbox exclusive, probably mm. because yeah. that would just be that would just be leave like completely that would just be leaving money, you know. Um, and at the end of the day, Microsoft still love money, exactly. You know? They do, uh, and also they're. Um, I mean, the uh, number of Game Pass subscribers on console has like plateaued. Mm. So well, yeah, there's only so many people going are to sign up yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot. But it's become it profitable now, hasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Jeff um, Grissom was talking about it on a on his were, latest show. They were saying the other week as well that they're going to have to um, increase the price of Xboxes soon. Yeah. Yeah. Because they made a big deal about it when Sony increased the price of the PlayStation Five, and saying we're not doing this, and now they're yeah. going back and saying actually, yeah, we well, need to do inflation, this. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, did you see the other this week? Up. I mean, how much are they losing per Xbox? I think is it hundred and seventy pounds or something. There was something. What per, what, per series? Per Xbox X-Men. sold. Yeah, but which one? Is it too ridiculous? It was between a hundred and two hundred dollars, depending on which one it was. So at least a hundred dollars, mm. which makes sense. Lost leader. Um, they, uh, yeah. Um, mm. when when they're at the full price, um, you know, the PlayStation Three, they made a, they made like a, I don't know how much loss, but each platform was a loss, um, on the original PS Three, just so they get a Blu-ray mm. player in everyone's homes. Even when it was like six hundred dollars. Yeah. Just, I don't even how much it. I can't remember how much it was in in Sterling when it came out. I think it was like yeah. five, six something. It was it was 
nearly pounds. That was expensive. That's a lot of money in 2007. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah. It's mad. Um, yeah, crazy. I'm going to look at um, Xbox Series S uh, mm. deals around Black Friday, see if there's anything worth picking up, because um, I would like to have a Game Pass machine in the living room. Hmm. Yeah. It's about 250, isn't it? It's so. 250, yeah. I don't need it to be like the, you're singing or dancing Xbox because I've got a PC. Don't need the optical drive or anything like that. It's just, I just want something I can play the, you know, plethora of indie games in the living room. It'll be interesting. Pentiment. It'll be interesting to see this year if there are many Black Friday deals still, because I feel like this year that might be a bit of a dud on sales. Hmm. Maybe just because of yeah. inflation and everything, you know, like they're saying we're going to have to start dropping the pro- increasing the price of the Xbox soon. Mm. Normally, you mm. start thinking, "Oh, it's Black Friday; they're going to decrease the price of the Xbox soon." But if yeah. they're putting statements out saying that, and you know, you kind of believe them because of, of the world, it's like, "Oh, is Black Friday going to be Black Friday this year? Is it just going to be like a the, token ten quid off?" I mm. think bundles might be a bit better. That's what we tend to do with Black Friday, is it? We tend to bundle a lot of the games up. So Yeah, rather than giving you a discount on the console, it'd be like the console and a game. Mm. Or whatever. Controller or something. Yeah. I I'd controller I'd, I'd, and like, even if they just knock a knock a tenner off a S Series S, I'd probably be tempted to pick one up. Two hundred and fifty quid for a pretty capable machine. Uh, that I'd never have to buy games for because I've still got more than two years worth of Game Pass <laughs> mm. already already bought. So, um, yeah, I'll have a look into that. Um, anything else we want to natter about or should we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up and... Still yeah, it's time. late. It's like 11pm. It is late. Tired. And we've got big boy jobs in the morning. So let's wrap this up. Um, yeah. Gentlemen, thanks very much for joining me. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you. Sorry I called you Piddle Pants, Andy. It's all right. I'll handle it. I'll report you to the teacher. Okay, just report me to HR. Um, yeah. And thanks very much, dear listener, for uh, sticking with us through another rambling episode. Um I disappeared for about 10, 15 minutes in the middle of this one, so it's going to be fun to edit. Uh, Oh, one thing we have to mention. The most famous man on the internet returns. Calm. Oh, right. Okay, I thought you were talking about someone awful for a moment. Um, Yeah, I know. It's good to see Colin back on the internet. Good to hear his voice again. Welcome back, Colin. Welcome back. Missed you. He's been streaming as well. Ooh. I've missed I've missed his little face. <laughs> lovely guy. Lovely, lovely guy. We'll have to see if we can get him on at some point. Yeah. Actually, um, we do, because we need to do the um, last season of the Castlevania. We do. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. I'll put some feelers out. Anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, thanks very much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Draw. See you Bye. later. Bye. Bye.